Flotsam, a role-playing series about rats surviving in a mysterious sinking city. Our rats are being helped by the Kindlers, who believe they can create a device to capture the demon that's on the loose. But while Reg and Vern were helping to create it, Enid and Gentry found themselves lost in the passages under Flotsam, and a mysterious force was drawing Billy out of Enid and into the darkness. He has broken free, but Enid and Gentry are still lost. Episode 18, The Eyes Have It. Oh, where do we go? Where do we go? What, what can it be? That is a question for somebody a little more technically minded than me. I, I think we want to be not in that direction. Yes. I think we want to be back in the other direction. I think that's very wise. Let's do that. Right, come on. And you head back up in the other direction. Let's have a navigation <laughs> Okay, am I aiming for anything? I've, I've got my... Uh... You, you have your always yes, to know where you are. that's the name of that. So, we're going to do one of these staged difficulties. <laughs> um, the, it, it will be an eight to rapidly find your way to the surface. Mm-hmm. Anything over six, you will find your way to the surface eventually. <laughs> anything less than that, you're probably going to need some other sort of help. Mm-hmm. You have a plus two. Okay. That's a nine. Hooray! I love this die. (laughs) (laughs) Apart from that one time where it went bad, but other than that, I love this die. Okay, you head back up, really wanting to put whatever that black feeling is, you know, the the depth and the darkness of it, just wanting to put it behind you. You clamber up, both of you, without really discussing it, head for uh, higher ground. And then you get to the top and you go, ah, that way. And you turn off to the right and start through a little side passage that you've forgotten. And fairly rapidly, you find yourselves next to a boat with a little dock. Uh, and you can take that boat down to the very first cave that you met everybody in. We will definitely do that. <laughs> Probably leaning on gentry a bit. Meanwhile, yes, you are still in the library. Reg will be trying somehow to help with what the... Uh... Uh, what the starlings are doing probably mostly just watching and scratching his head and trying to absorbing yeah just trying to make sense of it all and 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 picking up some trying to like spot patterns in which bits of metal they put markings on and they will explain to you whether you will gain it uh, the knowledge for it or not but they explain a bunch of words which include things like resonance field, include things like anti-pattern, includes things like cancelling the wave, includes things like signature and magnetic resonance. There's a lot of words and they all feel like they're something to do with inverting a pattern yeah. and bombarding the thing with an inverted pattern that cancels out its own pattern, something like that. Uh, and, th- and they appear to be trying to build some sort of projector which will do that. Mm-hmm. It does look like it's going to be quite big. Um, they are, however, talking about how the thing gets built and the fact that they are making it into segments so it's actually portable. Okay. It looks like it's a, a series of struts which can be packed down, if that makes sense, to make this geodesic okay. dome rather than rather than a big shell out of steel or something like that. Well, something. Okay. Well, I may not understand the particle physics, but I can understand dimensions. How big is it? Uh, it looks like it is about. Seven foot uh, in diameter. Oh, that's manageable. I and mean, if we pack it down, we set that up in in almost in most rooms. Yes, I mean, I think it's fair to say though that you think the demon might have been slightly bigger than that. Ooh, I will mention this to the Starlings. 
You're going to need a bigger trap. Bigger, bigger, bigger. You said it had inhabited a boy, boy, yes? Yeah, I, sorry, and it transformed him. I'll find a scrap of paper and I will do a very crude sketch of a little Elwood-sized rat and then a sort of transformed version to scale. Ah, ah, yes, we were constructing this for portability. Hmm. This could be hmm, more interesting. You will need to very carefully choose your site. Uh, yes, we can reconstruct this. We can lengthen it. This we could use as a prototype and as a, an experiment. It will take a little longer. Uh, you must find a suitable site for this. We will attempt to make it portable, but it will not be hmm, quick. No. And it will not be rapid to assemble either. Does it have to be a sphere? Yes, it has to be surrounded on all sides. So that it's going to be the ceiling that's the problem, if it's somewhere? Mm, yes, there are many big chambers under the city. There are many big chambers. It is a question of choosing the correct one, and a question of mm, bait. Reg glances at Vern. Also, also, thing to bear in mind that if you are going to bait this trap, that bait must outweigh any other bait which is in the region. Therefore, there are places where you shall not, shall not put this before the creature shall be distracted by other things. For example, a Kindler compound would be an extremely bad area to place this. Yeah, okay, understood. Also, large population centres are inadvisable. Again, Vern's just, like, looking back between Reg <laughs> and the Starlings... Just just completely dumbfounded. Reg turns to Vert. The demon's drawn to concentrations of ember, so whatever we're using for bait, we're going to have to split it up and then put it together at the last minute when it will get noticed as a tempting dinner for it. And you will need to be ensuring that it is in the same area as the demon already is, or you will need to place several small piles of bait to lead it, as if you were leaving bread for birds. Okay. An intensifier, an amplifier of such things is actually to mm, cause the uh, contents of ember crystals to burst from the ember crystals. That vastly magnifies the mm, the power rating of mm, the crystals. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. A uh, sudden outpouring of Indeed, uh, yes, yes. ember Indeed, yes. That energy. will act like a beacon. Yeah. Well, if I understood that right, we don't need to create a big pile of ember at all, do we? We could just use one of these amplifiers to make this weapon or demon or whatever it is think there's a big pile of ember. Uh, I think what he meant, Vern, was that smashing an ember uh, is a lot more noticeable than even a big pile of them. Oh, now that I can do. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, that is true. Breaking breaking crystal does indeed make it more powerful and more noticeable, but there is a high background noise, therefore you will need to make a larger burst of energy than simply one. Smashing several together, you mean? Indeed. Yeah, we, we understand that. I don't want to alarm anybody, says Arthur, but we have had something come in. There has been a, a series of deaths in the yards, and the reports are... A little strange, to say the least. I think I'm going to have to go and look into it. In the yard? You're welcome to stay here or come as you see fit, but I need to go and deal with this now. Vern, I think we ought to uh, we ought to go down to the yards. I'm happy to go with our new friend, but maybe you should stay here, Reg. Make sure these starlings build the right size thing. They've already got it one wrong once. And perhaps you can learn a little something that might help us as well. I'd certainly like to learn a bit more about how the, all this works. Yeah. Do you remember where we stashed um, leftovers? I assume is Arthur in earshot at this point? Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, I think we lost them. Don't you remember, Reg? 
Well, if they're anywhere near the city, then uh, the demon might well notice. Mm, good point. At this point, I'm giving Reg like massive side eye of shut up about the stashes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're going to stay here while yeah. Vern heads to the docks. Stay safe, Vern. I'll do my best, Reg. Keep an eye on these starlings. I don't trust them. You and Arthur head off. You notice, Vern, that, that Arthur is now wearing a breastplate of the Kindler Guard and he has his sword by his side. He heads off fairly rapidly, leading you down towards Lenton side and then down towards the yards. Reg, you stay where you are, watching the construction of, of this thing, trying to get it into your head how it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, Chris, you might have more of an idea than Reg at the moment as to how it works. Is that fair, fair to say? Uh, yes, yeah. You've got the general principles, rather than me having to explain all the detail? Generally, yeah. And there are other things that you can look at here. The Starlings are really focused on what they're doing, so if you're poking around, picking up books, and looking at the automata and that sort of thing, and give you more detail if you think of the thing you want to ask. Okay. Meanwhile, Enid, you have popped up in Gwen's lair in the yards. Ah! <sighs> right, let's not do mm. that again. Uh, there should be some sort of system of guides down here, or, you know, perhaps lines drawn on the walls, or... Well, maybe there are, and we just don't know how to see them. Well, that's true enough, I suppose. I mean, it's very useful to get from place to place rather than trying to sneak through Mm. guard posts and the like. But really, I don't know what else is down in this sort of place, and I really don't want to go back to that place. um, I will ask if we ever bump into anybody who'd know. But for now, I think we need to go on the lookout for Jonathan and Rose and... uh... That does mean going to a bar, doesn't it? That sounds excellent. That sounds like a really good start. That's the first point. time I've seen you enthusiastic about anything, I think. Well, that and money. Uh, well, you know, one leads to the other, <laughs> almost inevitably. Uh, come on, let's, let's go. <laughs> and he heads out of the place. And the workshop is actually not full of people this time. You've passed through it a few times and there have always been people in the warehouse working at things or stacking things or whatever, or, or even just lookouts, and it's empty at the moment. And you head out of the door, down a little alley, down into the dock front, the yard's front, and as you hit the yard's front, you hear a scream. Enid, you have heard a scream from somewhere to the left of you. So it's back into the network of alleys, which you ran through as you were trying to escape the wanted posters, if you remember. Mm-hmm. I'll duck down behind something and peer over. It's dark at the moment. You see forms running in that direction, uh, you see other forms running from that direction. There seems to be general panic starting down there. Oh, it sounds like our red friend has turned up again. Yes. Do you think we ought to see what's going on? <sighs> We've got to keep track of it, haven't we? Let's find the thing. See if I can have a chat. I, I don't, I'm not saying we should get very close, he says, as you start heading off. I just mean we should see if it is it so we know where it is. Be careful. Grimly scuttling towards where the noises come from. At about this point, Vern, you and Arthur appear on the dock coming down from Lantern Side, uh, and you can see scurrying and, and, and screaming, and Arthur grabs a, a passing rat. What's going on? I, I don't know. There's something in the alley there. There's people running all over the place. I, I said, they said something about uh, uh, murder. This is not what we were here to investigate, says Arthur, turning to, uh, to you, Vern. Something else is happening. Come on, quick. I'll follow your lead, Arthur. And he legs it towards the sound. Enid, you are first... Well, I wouldn't say you're first down the alley. You're first of this lot down Mm -hmm. the alley. There are other people in this alley. You head down between two sets of buildings. You see one or two people running past you. There are doors closing. 
at the far end of the alley, just slightly around the corner, you can hear somebody shrieking, and you can hear somebody pleading, you think. No, no, don't! Oh, what, what are you doing? Uh, Henry, no, don't! What are you doing? And you quietly go up to the corner and just peek around to see what's going on. You can see a small rat on their knees, sort of praying, I suppose, and another rat standing over them. The other rat looks fairly normal, not a big twisted demon or anything like that, as is wearing a, a bowler hat, is wearing a jacket, has his hand out over the head of the other rat, like happened to Reg. Its eyes are red. There are other rats scurrying. And it's just standing there, holding this other one by the head. Its hand gradually tightening, and the one underneath is in tears. Oh, I think this is that breeding or eating. I'm not sure. Gentry is behind you suddenly. You can see that there are bodies lying on the ground behind it. Oh, looks like eating, then. Billy, are you in there? I'm going to try and make contact with Billy. That'll be a roll of seven. Uh, you have a plus two from medium. Eight. So, one ten. Okay. The warmth bubbles up inside your chest. Do you want to give it direction? Yes. Uh, Billy, we need to stop that thing. Do you know how? What are you attempting to do? Are you sort of attempting to throw him towards it to try and disrupt it in some way or are you attempting to ask him questions are you trying to what i think i mean is are you trying to get billy to take the initiative here or are you trying to get him to do something i'm trying to get billy to take the initiative i wouldn't instruct him to go towards this thing unless he wanted to and he knows more than me i think that's a that's a sweeping assumption <laughs> in which case he he uh, appears in front of you and floats looking confused um other rats in the area catch sight of billy and the, the streets just clear pounding up the alley come Vern and arthur Vern, you see enid arthur jumps a couple of feet sideways when he sees everything that's going on his, his sword is out and he is honestly has no idea which person to go for okay is there any um bodies and things around me or are they all over by Enid and Gentry just to set the scene a little bit you've got a slight curve to the right here in the alleyway Enid and Gentry are just to your right hunkered down behind some boxes peering at what's going on around the corner um, there is a glowing figure in front of Enid there are no bodies near them mm -hmm. slightly around that corner you can see this scene with this um, bowler hatted rat basically grabbing this other rat uh, and some bodies lie behind that on the ground the rat is shrieking <laughs> um so how far are enid and gentry from where we've come into this alley about 15 feet um the other rat is about 30 okay. feet okay i think instinctually vernal whatever arthur's doing vernal just run towards enid and gentry okay because he's, he's all they care about really Oh, moment. Um, I will just run up. Um, what the hell's going on? I'm not sure, but that one's got red eyes. I don't much fancy the look of it. Billy, we need to take that one out of action. Can you use this box? You know, like you did the tankards, only more. Right at his head, knock him out. You get an impression of uncertainty and worry about being unable to perform from Billy. <laughs> The, the golden cloud surrounds one of the boxes and the box starts to rattle. The shrieking intensifies from further down the, the road and uh, Arthur grabs his uh, sword and just runs 
towards whatever's going on down there. You can do it, love. The box rattles and gets slightly higher. I'll try and help you. Is there any way I can put energy into that and help him? can certainly try. Um, That will be a difficulty of eight. Uh, You don't get a bonus for medium on this. No, that's a four. You sort of close your eyes and, and, and try and push. The box gently rises. Uh, gentry is staring at what's going on. Vern, you see off to the left, Arthur is challenging this, this rat, sword out, telling him to, to put down the other rat. Um, that rat is not responding at all, and so Arthur is stepping towards it with sword drawn. Oh, I don't have a sword. Well, I have a, have a fake sword. I think I, hearing obviously Enid talk to Billy, etc., I think I'm going to help try and lift this crate and throw it at this rat demon weapon red-eyed monster thing you pick up the crate and picking up the crate is easier than it would be if you were normally picking up a crate because you've got yep. billy's help uh, and you can now try and throw the crate um, i want to launch it at this okay thing. um you are now going to hit arthur the demony thing if that's what it is and the victim rat is that your intention they are a, a small cluster and you have a big crate <laughs> it wasn't my intention um you pause long enough that Arthur actually leaps Dumb. on this on this rat. Doesn't it stab at it, but attempts to bundle it to the ground and smack it over the back of the head with with his sword. And he's down, and the two are now struggling. Arthur hasn't managed to take him out. The rat underneath appears to have uh, much more strength than it should. The victim rat has fallen slumped sideways. Uh, in this case, uh, Vern will drop the crate and run straight in. Um, drawing the little steak knife he's he took from the sort of room in thing that we were in earlier, and is is basically gonna gonna pile on, and he's probably gonna try and stab the demon rat. As you leap into the fray, uh, it's struggling with with Arthur. It, every blow it and every sort of effort it makes um, is throwing Arthur further than it should. Arthur's really struggling to to keep this thing under control. It's like almost limbs everywhere. The eyes are blank and red glowing. They are weird. You throw yourself into the fray. You start stabbing out with your knife. Uh, you are fairly athletic as a rat, and you are bigger than this rat. However, it's very strong. Uh, are you trying to kill it? At the moment, or I'm are just, you trying to... Just essentially trying to just distract it. it enough or get its attention enough, make it make it take pause um, as much as anything. Yes, pun intended. Um, so, yeah, I'm not, not even necessarily trying to... Absolutely not trying to kill it. I just want to hurt it and make it stop. Subdue, subdue it, it yeah um, i've got stands firm okay. in the face of danger i don't know if that would help as well i'll give you a plus one it is a fairly scary okay. thing um and your difficulty to subdue this will be seven seven okay oh so six with my plus one so seven the two of you manage to basically sit on this thing eventually and and just hold it down and it's sort of spasming and attacking and uh, struggles gradually die away and then the light goes out of its eyes arthur you stay on this one and i'll i'll get up and go to check the rat that he had his hand on you go and examine the rat it had its hand on and that rat is lifeless excellent news <laughs> um i'll i'll wander back to, to Arthur and um, help him keep the rat pin down. So meanwhile, back by the crates, when Vern dropped the crate, Billy basically gave up mm-hmm. um, and the, the two of you have been watching this. Do, do you want to take any action? Um, I'm going to scuttle over to the pile of bodies that were behind the red-eyed rat and be checking for signs of life, checking for anything untoward. There is 
no life. They are lifeless. They look um, hollow-cheeked. For even for for rats, they look slightly starved. Um, they are all dead. <sighs> I never thought a pile of bodies would be good news. <sighs> I'm going to head over to the formerly red-eyed rat. Yes, with the others. Is he unconscious? Is he dead? What's uh, what's going on? He is awake. Arthur just sort of stares at him. I'll hold his face in in my hands and look into his eyes and try and see if there's any of that red left. What's going on? You can't see any red in there. You see the eyes of a normal rat. He looks tired. He looks befuddled, a bit scared. Can't understand why the three rats on top of him. Where, what's going on? Where, where, where Come am on, I? sit up, love. Here you go. Come on, just have a breathe. <sighs> Arthur looks at Enid and then sort of reluctantly lets the rat sit up, but he's still holding the rat quite tightly. Do you remember where you were? Last memory you have. Uh, uh, I was at home. Marjorie? Looks over at the fallen over rat and has a sudden attempt to struggle out towards the, the fallen rat. Marjorie! Are you letting him go? Are you holding him? What are you doing? Uncharacteristically, I'm going to completely let go and walk away, showing no interest whatsoever and desperately trying to contact Billy. Arthur follows the rat as, as he struggles over to the fallen body and bursts into tears. Shaking it, it is lifeless. Uh, you try and contact Billy. Um, there's still that warmth in your chest. Mm. The golden glow hasn't disappeared. He's still mm -hmm. sort of hovering around here. Billy, we need to find out where it went. Seems to have abandoned that one. The gold light around you wavers uncertainly. Can you follow the feeling of it or see it or something? Uh, it wavers again and looks back and forward and then starts drifting around the area like it's searching, not, not mm -hmm. following anything in particular, but, but sort of almost like a, a hound sniffing, if that makes sense, going going mm -hmm. around and trying to pick up some scent. Vern, are you doing anything doing this? I think... I think Vern will just sort of be taking up, probably with Arthur, just sort of walk over to where this other rat is um, sat with uh, his, his Marjorie and um, just sort of still on guard, still a little bit wary, still sort of sense of stoicism and just say to Arthur, well, it looks like this thing likes to jump around in its possession of things. Hmm, we don't know enough about it. This doesn't look like breeding or feeding. This just looks like stone-cold malice. Maybe. Looks over at the bodies behind. That looks like feeding to me. Mm, the thing is, so he's feeding on the spirit straight out of people now. Doesn't even need him in ember form. We just don't know enough. Um, let's leave that there for a moment. Uh, and go back to the library. Reg. Yes. Um, I said before you can have access to books, the things that are in here, because the starlings are very busy and obviously you can pay attention to what they're doing and trying to, to, to learn what they're doing. And we discussed that a bit before. Um, but are there any other things you want to dig into while you have the chance? Oh, I, Reg wants to know everything. But the focus has got to be understanding what the starlings are building to, to trap the demon. I think you had a pretty good handle yeah, on that yeah. last time. Yeah, um, yeah. In which case, since they're getting on with that, is there a way that I can use my skills at jury rigging to come up with a smaller, simpler, more portable way that I can turn that into some sort of uh, weapon against it? You, uh, you can't really use jury rigging. That's that's 
taking something that exists and turning it to a different use. Um, certainly the idea of finding some way to project the pattern mm. uh, or the anti-pattern might be a way to momentarily stun it. That, or like that, that sort of thing would be anything that we can use to try to control it until we can get the trap ready. Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, you have access to not a proper workshop per se, but a whole lot of equipment right. here. Um, so there might be something you can actually, as you say, jury rig. There might be something you can you can staple together from existing things. Okay. So uh, let's have a let's have a, a, a tinkering roll. So uh, this is difficult. This is tech yeah. you've never done before. It's a principle you only had explained to you about an hour yes. ago. Um, so it is not going to be easy no, at no, all. No, no. I'm going to set this at nine. Okay. Um, what traits do you think can can, can help uh, you here? I think well, I've I've got fast learner, and I've got jury rigging. Those are both pretty good yep. for this. I, I'm going to give you a plus four oh, wow. for those combined. Excellent. Okay, here we go. That's a seven. Plus four is eleven. Excellent. Uh, well, it will take you some time to do yes. this, so we'll come back to you. Okay. But you seize upon an idea. You realise that there is a device over there uh, which is used for transmitting sound waves through a crystal, and you think, ah, if we could just change the frequency of that and use this particular, perhaps duplicate it, and use this particular set of inputs, we could perhaps generate something that's a bit like the pattern. And, and, and so essentially you are looking at building some sort of frequency projector if that makes sense yes um so you you scurry off to try and collect different bits you talk to the starlings about some of it um they point you in the direction of, of some other bits and pieces but they're a bit absent-minded about it because they're pretty yeah. busy um and and you're set to work eagerly on a desk in a corner of the of the great Love. library back in the alley billy has not found anything he mm-hmm. did um he has drifted back to you uncertain what to do billy can't find any trace of him this is not good at all, says Gentry. Um, what are we What are we going to do? If it attacked this rat's home, maybe? Maybe we should go to his home and, and look there? Oh, it's the only option we've got at the moment, by the sound of things. Well, there might be something else we could try. Uh, I wonder if your friend Billy, I, I have something that might be useful to him for the scent. Oh? And um, Vern will pull out the piece of broken ember that he took from the first feeding site as it were i took this from the room back in that cave it's safe to say you probably fed on part of this i wonder if uh, maybe your little friend could uh, pick up a scent from this what do you reckon love can you can you get anything from that the golden cloud settles around the thing and then unsettles again from it and it floats near you and you get a just a sense of confusion oh, oh. I don't think that's doing any good. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was bad enough before. A big thing trying to eat everything. Now it can jump. You are aware, um, the group of you, that um, as is, I suppose, the case in almost all of these circumstances, the rats that all fled, there are now a number of other rats who are, are creeping up and gawking at a, at a reasonable distance to try and work out what is going on here. I'll, um, I'll turn to Arthur. Now, we don't want word of this spreading too far. You kindlers got anything in place to crowd control or keep a lid on this? I expect that's the kind of thing you're prepared for. Oh, this'll work, don't worry. And I I back off and just go, Oh my God, it's coming back! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, people (laughs) flee. I smile at them toothily and go, There you go. 
simple. Uh, you're full of all kinds of tricks, aren't you, Enid? But you are right. Then I need to go and find some more of the Kindler guards. Um, and we, I wanted to keep this quiet from Cassandra as well. Uh, stay here. Make sure nobody interferes. I'll go and see what I can do. Yo, could you all do me a small favour, Arthur? Looks at you. Could you uh, bring me back one of them proper blades? And I'll, I'll like unsheathe mine slightly so he can see it up close and see that it's just fake. If we're going to be brawling together, I'd I'd much like to be a better hand to you. I'll see what I can find. Thank you. And off he goes. You are in the alley. You have Henry and Marjorie, or what used to be Marjorie. <laughs> you have Gentry, Billy, and the two of you. I'll head on over to Henry and kneel down next to him. I don't understand what happened. Oh, we don't understand either, but we're going to try and stop it doing this again. You said it came to your house. I, I don't know. I was in my house and that's all I remember. I don't know what's... What, Where's your house, what have you love? People done? Can you take us there? What have you people done to her? We didn't do anything. Is that a red-eyed fella? I, I don't remember anything. I just remember I was at home and, and now I'm here. Where's your home? There. Points back over his shoulder to sort of the other end of the alley. Number five. Number five. All right, love. Do you want to come with us? I don't know who you are. Won't somebody tell me what's going on? We're trying to stop this happening. Got here too late. It's too late. It's too late, but it'll happen again. Who did this? Oh, something. Someone not very nice, obviously. Where's the guards? I think they ran away, love. I'm sorry we didn't get here sooner. Who did this? I, I want to get them. Which way do they go? He stands up looking determined. We're trying to find out if you can come with us. I can't leave her. I can't leave her. And collapses to his knees again. Well, we'll leave you here to make arrangements then. Number five, was it? He ignores you. I ignore him. <laughs> God, Edith's becoming a stone cold. <laughs> I stand up, look at him, kind of sad, and then look at the other two and go, coming to number five. Righto. Sounds like a good bet. And I'll, I'll just do that thing like lean a hand down and squeeze Henry's shoulder um, before carrying wandering off with the other two. You wander along the road and you're walking through bodies. There are a dozen. All are this parched, drained looking, in the, thin looking in the face. Eyes rolled up into their sockets, all with looks of horror on their faces. There is very little sound as you head down the alley. There are still lights in the house windows. This is a a fairly narrow alley, not a slum, but definitely a down at heel part of the yards. And at the far end, there are several doors open, and one of them is number five, and there is light inside. I'll knock on the door, not really expecting an answer. Is there anyone home? No, no response. What's that? Come on in. All right, then. Trundling through the door. It is a very small house. There is a room on your right, um, which is the main sort of room, which is kitchen slash living room. There is a coal fire in the grate. There is a lantern on the table. There are no embers in here. There is food on plates, disturbed on the table. Uh, there is a broken bottle on the floor. The back half of the room next to the kitchen is dark and difficult to see what's down there it's out of the circle of firelight and just to clarify by the way Vern has not gone in Vern is still outside at the front like on on guard duty at the front door basically 
Okay, Gentry will have crept in after Enid, though. I'll kind of reach out in my mind and try to encourage Billy to drift towards the darker side of the room. Using him as a light Yeah, he's my torch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, you do that. I'll, I'll let you nod at him and go no, on. It's just like a gentle nudge. And he'll drift down towards that end of the room. And, hmm... That's interesting. And the scoring on the floor and around the walls. And the scoring resolves itself into a pattern. Oh. It looks very familiar. What's that? It's like, is it the same pattern as... Looks like it, mm. yeah. Well, that is interesting. Lads! Shout for the ones outside. I'm behind you, says Gendry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and Vernal trundle on in. Look. And point a claw towards the markings. It's the same as before. Maybe when it appears, it gives you a clue of what you need to cancel out to make it stop. That pattern was was what came out of the... when it first appeared. Hmm. So do we think this thing just vanishes and reappears? And ain't nowhere in between? Well, the only difference you'd say about this one is it's quite a bit smaller. Hmm. But the same pattern? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, maybe the size is how hungry it is, or what size body it's taken on. And the other thing as well is, does this mean that poor Elwood's just been dumped somewhere, and it was now in Henry and now it's not, or is it in both, or neither? Oh, maybe this is a... maybe this is the breeding. Oh good, now there's more. Maybe. It's all a little bit too much for me to understand. I'm just a simple man, but there's a lot of answers in this city, and we don't seem to have many of them. Well, I suppose at least we know it's somewhere near here. Even if it's under the ground here, it's it's got to be, right? Well, for now, we don't know how fast it moves. That's true. We managed to evade Billy. He couldn't get a sniff of him. And apparently the entire Tapper's network has lost it as well. I mean, this thing seems to be able to go through walls and floors as it damn well pleases. Oh, good. Did you have any joy at the, uh, at the Kindlers? Well, they said a lot of words. I probably understood about 10% of them. Them starlings talk at a hell of a pace. I mean, Reg is there now working on some kind of doohickey contraption thing to trap the beast. Apparently, we're going to need a hell of a lot of ember to lure it in. Bait it up. Hmm. We do know where there is some. I assume you're talking about our little uh, seaside hideaway? Well, sort of wondering whether we should check on it to see if it's been eaten or something. That's true. I mean, the thing is, when we lure this thing, wherever we put this bait, it's got to be far enough away from any other bigger prize. I mean, at the moment, you got the kindlers up there, and the court sat on goodness knows how much ember in their guild, and they seem, well, safe as houses up there. I wonder why. I mean, I wonder why it hasn't just gone straight there. Perhaps it can't sniff very far. Hmm. I think maybe we need to find Jonathan and Rose and pass on this information to the Kindlers. Maybe get some answers to the questions we've got so that uh, we can plan our next step. You hear outside some sort of commotion going on in the street. Oh, good. I wonder outside. Yeah, Vernal. Vernal will do his quick walkie thing and let's see what's see if there's anybody I can punch. Well, there is a fight going on. Immediately, you see that you are... Stepping out of the house, you can see a line of figures ahead of you. You catch a glimpse of armour, you capture a glimpse of a blade, and 
then you realize that the two figures who are in front of you, immediately in front of you, have drifted out of a left-hand alley and the figures with blades are moving at them and the figures on the left have glowing red eyes. Oh, glory be. You are behind the fight at the moment. It's not a not a massive battle or anything, but it appears like as if some guards are going after some red-eyed figures that are slightly up the alley from where you are now. Of course, there is one way to slow them down. You either kill the beast or you cut off its food source. Not sure I'm much like the second option, but in times of panic, are the, are the how high up are the houses in this area? They're not very tall. I mean, they're they're one story, but there are other houses piled on top of those one stories. If that makes sense. Is there anything kind of above this crowd that looks unstable? Not really. No. I mean, you you might find a, a set of laundry poles or something out of a, mm. an upstairs window, something like that. No, I was looking for something more structural. Does he need want to drop a building on people? Pretty much. <laughs> so just to, just to clarify, in so we've come out and there's two red glowy eye creatures about 20 feet ahead about of you. 20 feet ahead there are two there are two glowy eyed rats marching forward into what is now a melee as guards face off against them as you watch one of the glowy eyed rats is cut down by a blade pretty much instantly the second one guards appear to be trying to leap on it without stabbing at it and they're sort of wrestling it to the ground in the same way that you and uh, Arthur did. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like seeing this, uh, seeing one get cut down um, and presumably killed, Vern's just going to run straight in because he knows that if you subdue them now, the the glow goes in theory. So he's going to just run straight in and try and help pin this, this second one down. There's a moment of confusion as the guards uh, look up at you to make sure you're not a glowy red-eyed rat. But by the time you get there, they're sitting on it. These are not Kindler guards, however. And as you pick yourself up the the floor, um, they are wearing very dark colours. They have uh, crossed bands of metal across their chest, which are made of links. Each one has a, uh, a large crushing-looking heavy mace and a, a smaller shield by their side. And as you're sort of taking in what's going on here, they, they look very professional soldiers, let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. As, as you're sort of pulling yourself to the feet, the, the crowd parts. Make sure it doesn't move. And the figure drifts forward. It's all in black. It is wearing hooded robes and has silver embroidery around the bottom of the robes. I know I've, I've made notes about these guys in the past, but I don't think we, Vern, would know by sight that this is the chain guard, would he? I'm assuming that this is the chain guard at this point, I suppose. Uh, but I wouldn't recognise that uniform yet, would I? I don't think we've seen You it. have seen the figure in the middle before, or that outfit as one of the Dominion priests. Okay, cool. Um, so <laughs> I think Vern will probably just saunter up, like dusting himself off and go, Ah... The Dominion's finally arrived. You? Who are you? Uh, Vern Weston. Pleasure's all mine. And what are you doing here? Waiting for you guys to show up, of course. I've been fighting these things a little while now. What have you seen? Same as you. Red, glowy-eyed creatures that likes to feed. Feed? How? Well, I've heard you guys have fought these things before. I saw sure you know. What have you seen? You got a lot of questions. The rat takes a couple of steps towards you, and so do two of the guards. 
Answer the question. You said that they fed. How? Same way they always feed. I'm sure you know. Answer the question. How did it feed? What did you see? And Vern will take a step towards um, the priest in the middle, just completely eyeballing him. By sucking the living soul out of other rats, as you well know. Take him, says to the guards. My charm works again. End of episode. Please do join us for the next episode in which our rats deepen their knowledge of demons. Flotsam is a game by me, Ian Thomas. Our players are Amelia Tyler, Chris Payne and Jay Britton. Editing was by Ian. Sound effects were by Ian with help from the lovely people at Freesound. And the music was composed by Ian. You can find out more about us and about the game at the website flotsam.city.